This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and I'm really glad you've joined us. I have a lot of problems with you people, and now you are going to hear all about it. This is the year we saw a major auto plant close in our backyard. The U.S. president glad hand with North Korea's supreme leader and a movie about fish-human interspecies love win best picture at the Oscars. Romaine lettuce threatened your life. Polio is staging a comeback. And hepatitis A ruined your weekend at the Renaissance Festival. 2018 sucked, let's face it. And it caused you a lot of grief. And now, in the spirit of the holidays, it's time to let this year know how it wronged you. It's Festivus. Here is Seinfeld character Frank Costanza explaining the holiday he invented. A new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. (laughs) At the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. (laughs) The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Now you're going to hear about it. Frank Costanza, before he announced how he came up with the idea of Festivus, talked about getting in a fight with someone in a store over a doll and raining blows down on that person and thinking there has to be a better way. There has to be a more civil and reasonable way to celebrate this time of the year. And thus, Festivus was born. So it's Festivus here on Detroit Today, our annual airing of grievances. We have our Festivus poll here in the studio. I just posted a picture of it on Twitter. You can check that out. And I've got some friends in the studio with me to air their grievances. And we're going to hear yours. And I will also air a little grievance of my own, maybe at the end of the show. Uh, But joining me now is Bill Nowling. He's the managing director and partner of Lambert Edwards and Associates. Bill, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning. Looking forward to what is on your mind this morning and what's making you nuts. Many things. (laughs) Also with us is Candace Fortman. She is the marketing and engagement manager here at WDET. We should start right now. One of her grievances is no one knows what her title actually is around here. Including me. <laughs> Including Candace, right? <laughs> that used to be your title, but apparently now you have a new one. Yeah, a digital wizard and stuff. I, I love that one. And mm-hmm. I love that uh, you can just give yourself a title. Call yourself something and uh, people people go along. We have a president who calls himself president and other people do it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are you really the leave president? Leave that one alone. <laughs> are you really the president? That doesn't seem likely. I think you got to start with the people that voted for it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also with us is Ryan Patrick Hooper. He is a producer and co-host of Culture Shift here on WDET. Ryan, welcome. Hey, Stephen. Thank you so much. And of course, we want to hear from you. What are the things that are driving you crazy this year, the things that really, really rub you the wrong way. They can be local, they can be national, they can be funny, they can be serious. What bone do you have to pick with the last year? The ones I love the most are the small, petty, personal beefs that people have. Those are always the funniest. And so uh, if you've got some sort of uh, issue with somebody and maybe they don't know about it. This would be a great time to air it on the air here at uh, Detroit Today. So the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into 
the conversation. Bill, uh, this is your first year joining us for Festivus. Yes. Is this something you celebrate in your own life? I think I celebrate this every day of my life. <laughs> every day is Every Festivus day of my you. life. You just ask my wife. I'm <laughs> probably the most surly person she knows. And Somebody is making you making you upset every yeah, day. Yeah, it, 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 it's almost like an addiction. I can't avoid not complaining about something. So it's just it's just normal. Well, so. this you, you've come to the right place this yeah. morning. So I'm happy to be we here. Want to I'm hear happy to be here. I, 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 hope, I hope that, you know, I, it may be a Cathartic moment for me, <laughs> right? And maybe you'll maybe you'll be a little less Exercised. hard on your family, little, yeah. If uh, you get get it all out here, yeah. uh, all right. So let's start with the with your list of grievances for 2018. Oh, there's so many, but you know, I gotta I gotta think. Number one with a bullet for me is the the damn scooters around town. Those oh, things drive mm. me nuts. And, <laughs> I mean, it, it just. We could fill an hour with with that. <laughs> Actually, yeah. we have filled an hour with scooters on I, this show I before. Those, I hate those things. You know, the other thing is triggering. I, I, I'm tired of being warned that I may be triggered about something. Because, <laughs> frankly, I like being triggered. It's so, just, it brings out the best in me. And, so is it that you don't like trigger warnings or that you don't hmm. like the idea that that people are triggered, or I guess I don't get. It. I guess I, I guess I resent the fact that you think that I'll be offended by something that you'll say. <laughs> Who cares, right? You I mean, I may be. be offended, and that's you know that's my right to be offended. You, you hate know? that there's even vocabulary surrounding the concept yeah, of being upset. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just more of the wimpification of the world, and you know, it's like, you know, come on, you know, give me your best shot. I'll give you mine, and you know, we'll move forward. And we're good. Yeah, uh, we're good. I think we'll get some nasty calls about that. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I, I mean, I. I was at an academic conference a couple weeks ago, and almost every talk be- opened with a with a trigger warning. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, "Come on, we're all adults here. What are you going to say that's going to offend me?" You know, I know you don't mean it. Maybe you, you live know? in a world that's a little randier than the rest of us. Uh, maybe, and, maybe, and maybe you're just okay with things that uh, that are offensive. Maybe. <laughs> You know, that's yeah. a good place to live. I'm offended that I'm being denied my ability to be offended. That's just... <laughs> all right. That's a good list. You know, uh, and I think I think number three, and this is probably going to generate some calls, and it's not because I, you know, I support the guy, but you know, I want to say Trump won. Okay. I mean, I don't like that he won. You know, I know he didn't get the popular vote, but he got the electoral college vote, which is how the system's set up. Which is which is cheating, but whatever. Well, you know, you can <laughs> let's have that argument, but that's how it's set up right now. And you know, he won. So you know, I'm tired of seeing all these resist stickers. I mean, it's just like you know, how about how about nominating and electing candidates that can win? Oh. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill, you really did come in with legitimate grievances. Yeah. So I, now you're going to you're going to say people should stop cons- complaining about Donald Trump? I didn't say stop complaining about it. I just said stop, you know, with this kind of, you know, this notion that, you know, he's somehow illegitimate. He's probably illegitimate on so many reasons, but he got elected. You know, they got elected by the process. Yeah. He's the president that we have to deal with. So let's deal with that. I well, mean, he was selected. Well, That's how I like to say. Well, okay, whatever gets you up in the morning, you know. I mean, but you know, and I'm not a defender. I mean, if anybody knows me, they know I'm not a defender of this guy. Right. But I'm just like, let's move on. Who You're are going to be the candidates the to, to, to take him on? Then, yeah. you know. All right, that's fair. Again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number on the phones. Call and tell us what's bugging you. Call and react to Bill Nowling's list. Mm-mm. 
of grievances, including trigger warnings. He doesn't like those. He doesn't like people who are obsessed with the fact that Donald Trump is president. He won the election, at least according to the rules, the lopsided unfair rules that uh, we employ in this country to select our leaders. Uh, and remind me, what was your what was your third one again? The scooters. The scooters, right? Uh, well, we, no, the damn scooters. Uh, the damn scooters, like just like the damn uh, scooters that are on the that should be on the damn road, but they're <laughs> on the damn say, sidewalks. You're, you're adopting <laughs> a very popular. Uh, phrasing for that that helped somebody win the governorship recently. Uh, we did have a whole show on on scooters, and people did complain a lot about them. Uh, I'm not sure we want to go back into that dark we'll hole. Save but, that for the uh, end. But that's that's your prerogative, Bill. That's we'll that's what Festivus is about. It is your it your. Is. It is because they park the damn scooters on the damn sidewalk in front of my damn office, <laughs> and uh, it's getting personal. Now. It's getting blocking personal. your access to the damn. Well, I just like, you know, I mean, yeah, it just they they irk me. All right. What's, those what's are, wrong with walking? That's a great list. I I, I love everything on it. Um, all right, Ryan Patrick Cooper. You had a really, really great uh, grievance last year. I, I was laughing so hard <laughs> that I could barely manage the show after you talked about it. I think uh, you have one this year that is at least as good as that. Uh, it needs a little setup, though. So sure, sure. I, 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 a while back, you walked into the studio or into the offices here with a 32-inch television flat-screen box under your arm. That's right. And Laura Weber-Davis, who's the senior producer here at Detroit Today, asks you, what gives? What's going on? And I let out a deep, uh, dark sigh. <laughs> and I said, it's a really long story. Because it is a, a, a somewhat long story. And last year, my Festivus was kind of personal, talking about family. And, and this year, it's personal, too, and kind of how I brought a really sad Detroit tradition to an Ohio family that that was unsuspecting and pure and and really didn't deserve it. And <laughs> poor, it, it poor people. These poor people. And it has to do with the Detroit Lions. It has to do with the Detroit Lions. And it's not their record. It's not how they perform on the field. It's really about the the way that they've uh, infiltrated my life. And they're in the DNA of of what my life is and how my holidays are spent. Of course, on Thanksgiving, we watch the Detroit Lions. Every lose. single year, we watch them lose. I know there's an active boycott uh, against watching the on NFL here is. on Detroit today. <laughs> and I, I didn't boycott, but I paid a little bit less attention. Now, uh, uh, my girlfriend, her family lives in Ohio, right? So Thanksgiving's coming around. This is in October. The Lions are 3-3. Three and three. I've still got that glimmer of hope in my eyes that's been lowering the median life expectancy of men and women in Metro Detroit for years that you think the Detroit Lions will do well but they let you down and they stress you out. And we're talking about Thanksgiving traditions. What do you? What does your family do? Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, well, you know, my family, we always watch the Lions game. And my girlfriend says, well, I don't have a TV. And I open my big mouth and I say, well, that's okay. I'll get a TV and we can watch it. Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's really where we start going downhill because now I'm on the hook to buy a TV and bring it down. Wait, you didn't own a television? Well, I own a TV, but I wasn't gonna like bring my TV down there. I was like, well, I'll just buy one and I'll return it after I'm done using it. WDET does not support the comments made by Ryan Patrick Cooper. <laughs> I hope I don't get flagged by Won't Amazon for the that. the commercial fraud. That, I think more yeah. people can relate to that uh, than they want to admit to. So <laughs> I'm kind of in this situation now where uh, her family's supposed to come over at, at 3 p.m. But now they've moved the entire Thanksgiving celebration 
around the Detroit Lions game. My God. Their entire family is now coming over at 1230 for kickoff. The living room has been reoriented to accommodate this TV. (laughs) The sway of the Lions. (laughs) And I start realizing very quickly that I am bringing this really sad tradition into this family. I'm not saying, hey, let's go see how other families celebrate and and what they believe. I'm saying, no, I'm going to enforce the Honolulu blue on these unsuspecting people. And and they're just not the type to gather around TV. And I have to say, one of our family members is a lifelong Cleveland Browns fan. And he looked at me earlier this year and he said, I think the Cleveland Browns could really do it this year. And that was my first, that was the first time where I looked in the mirror and I saw the sadness of what being a Detroit Lions fan looks like. I said, oh, that's what I sound like. See, see, he needed a trigger warning for you. Because as a Detroit Lions fan, we can look down on on Cleveland Browns fans. So I said, I'm not that guy. One place we can go. I mean, I, I I was like 20 some years old before when I figured out that people sometimes eat Thanksgiving dinner in the evening because in my house it was always conditioned that dinner was at 2.10 p.m. because that was right during halftime. During halftime. <laughs> exactly. I was kind of like a little kid. When you're a little kid, the, the life in your house, you think that's how the entire world is, right? So I was just bringing this down to this family and I march in there. I, I've got my TV in this box. I bring an antenna just in case. I want to make sure we can get the signal. Like I'm prepared <laughs> to do this. And we set up the living room. Uh, we're making snacks. The whole family arrives at 1230. At the, I'm so nauseous at the idea of what I'm making them do. But it ends up going really well. You know, we're, we're gathered around the TV. We're watching the Detroit Lions just look horrible. But it's a really good icebreaker. You know, it's something to kind of talk about with the guys and, and people are cooking and it's kind of working out. Like I'm thinking that I'm actually going to get away with buying a TV mm-hmm. that I actively plan to return mm-hmm. and bringing this tradition to this poor Ohio family. <laughs> Your karma is so bad already. I That's know gonna this say, is going to go poorly. This and is going to whiplash somehow <laughs> on you. We're in the fourth quarter. I'm almost scot-free. I'm like, okay, this worked. It wasn't a big deal. And one of her aunts walks in, sees her whole family gathered around the TV, just gazing into the TV. She looks at me, this interloper. Who am I? Just this guy. She says, when is the last time this entire family was gathered around a television on Thanksgiving Day? And everyone starts laughing. And I was like, I didn't I didn't get away with it. I was so close <laughs> to pulling this off. The getting right rid aunt of the just guilt. hadn't walked in yet. And, exactly. And she saw through all of it just like that so quickly. Oh, no. So, so did this have an effect, a lasting effect on the relationship? No, it, it didn't. didn't. Well, see, that's good. They that's were forgiving. Win, they were yeah. forgiving, you know. And uh, I really appreciate that. But I've learned that. I've really got to watch my mouth. They're, I guess open, my... they're open to other cultures, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so be careful what you say. Don't offer to buy a TV. What, what happened to the television? You Did didn't you leave buy it a there? television, first of all. Well, I, I you, rented you, it. You leased, you rented I leased it. I leased it. Um, I packaged it up and uh, beautiful repackaging job by myself, if I do say. And uh, I shipped it back without issue. Got the return recently this week. Sure, so. sure. Yeah. Right. We're not Just wasn't the right about... one for you, was it? Now we know why we didn't get HQ2. Thanks a lot, Ryan. That's right. Yeah, on the options list, I selected no longer needed. <laughs> That's right. Literally. 
All right. The Ryan Patrick Hooper, not disappointing in the Festivus 2018 with a really great story about a TV and Ugh. inflicting lion's culture on people in Ohio. Although, I would say people in Ohio deserve whatever you want to give them. I mean, fine, whatever. <laughs> they don't have anything Brutal. else. Uh, lion, take the lions, right? Maybe we can move the lions to Ohio. Uh, all right, Candace Fortman, I'm you are up next. Mad at Ryan because now I feel some form of remorse for people in Ohio. So he's my first grievance is you Ryan. I know, I know. <laughs> they let him in. That's you'll, cool. you'll move past that quickly. Oh yeah, it usually goes away pretty quickly. Um, my first one is. Is um, about people who have baby on board stickers. I hate them. I haven't seen any of those lately. I is that see still them all I, baby on board stickers. Those stickers with families like, oh, we've got a dog, and look, we're dressed like Darth Vader. Stop it, people! <laughs> I hate you all. And every time I see it, I just like I get angry. Does it I get, make you want to ram your car into it does. theirs? <laughs> it does. It does. I didn't want to say that, but progressive is probably listening, and so I don't want any problems with my insurance your company. Just went up. They just went up. Um, and so I, I, I really do hate them. I mean, because honestly, what did you think was going to happen before I saw that sticker? And does it make me somehow not want to hit your car more? Why do I need to know you had a baby? I don't care. So I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it has always oh bothered me. Yeah. And this year. I have to say, I don't see those on the road anymore. Where are you seeing now baby that I have Guess sticker? what? Now that I've said something, I'll notice watch them. out. Watch out. Candace, what about the stickers that make fun of the idea of having those stickers on your car, right? There's the family right. stickers, but then there's the ones that say, this is my zombie family. And, sure. and it's kind no. of quirky. And- no. Because they wanted to do it, they right. didn't want to commit to it. So I hate those people even more. That's a good point. Yeah, they've only if got one toe in the water. Yeah, if you want to be the Martha Stewart of having a minivan, go for it. But don't like make fun of it. No, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can hate you out loud. I'm I think triggered. This is a new trigger. Is <laughs> <laughs> triggered, right? But you were given a trigger warning before Fair the show started, enough. so you can't complain. Yeah, but see, that's see, but that's that's the absurdity of the trigger warning is that it doesn't work. You know, if you're going to be triggered by it, you're going to be triggered by it. It doesn't so. stop you from being offended. Yeah. Bill, if I go cold. out to your car and I see those stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Scraping them off. Right that's now. right. That's right. Um, and my second one, um, every time that I am eating something, a hamburger, a salad, I am also reading a story at the same time telling me that I can no longer eat said thing because it's been recalled and I am tired of it. I don't know what's happening in our food system. Perhaps as our president. I don't I say, know. Trump is president. That's I why. have no idea what it is, but I am tired of feeling like everything that I eat is going to kill me. Other than the fact that I understand it is because a hamburger was going to kill me anyhow, but not from salmonella. That's not how I thought it would kill me. Right. I thought it would close my arteries little by little the old fashioned way. Right? The but way now, our parents did it. Yeah, so you could the enjoy way it. our parents did it. Yeah, so yeah, you can enjoy it. So I can enjoy it. Can I put the, yeah. That's a long history of like the poorly researched uh, science study making it into the newspaper. Like we talked to maybe 12 people and it they seems like burgers are bad. But the, the future I fear about it is like 2032. And my doctor says, you know that hamburger you ate back in 2009? That's the one that's killing you right now. I don't <laughs> want to get to the point where die. Yeah, the technology can narrow down the specific <laughs> burger I ate. We, we found the tipping point. It, it was it was at McDonald's. 
in, you know, on, on Grand Boulevard, and it was at 6 p.m. in the evening. 6 p.m. is dignified. Maybe yeah. it was like, it was at 1.30. You had McDonald's Oh, no, for no, no, lunch? no. 10.30 a.m. Come on. Oof. When they first slip over. Yeah. That's the only time to they really didn't get them any time now. And I, that, if I had a fourth one, that would be that. It's that, that I can, you know. I can get my breakfast anytime at McDonald's. You don't now. like that? No. Oh, man. It What's doesn't make it special at all. The thing about McDonald's is that it's consistent. And then when it changes, <laughs> yep. it upsets yeah. the world. You yeah. don't like new things at McDonald's? No. I look forward to new announcements You look at forward to new things no, at McDonald's? Absolutely. My Lord. For you, it's a rock in your life. Yes. You're, like you're measuring time. You're saying, McDonald's, you are the only thing I can, I can count, count on. on. No matter you where you go, it tastes exactly the same. Fair enough. It does. It does. You know, like no, it's killing you. But yeah. serving it at different hours doesn't make it. Uh, oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh, They're goodness. not changing. Yeah, no. Those hash browns haven't been the same since they went to this 24-hour menu. They just haven't. <laughs> and see, I'm with Bill on this one. They make it fresh now. Like, you got to wait because they're not making breakfast. Is that why you're waiting? That's a group grievance right there. Does that count? <laughs> I think you're waiting. Be- Never mind. I'm going to be quiet now. Right, so let's, um, let's be careful. Let's be careful. All right. We're I have be- one final grievance. Oh, you have another grievance. I have, okay. This is my third and final grievance. It is not a funny one. It is a very serious one, and I am over it. I am tired of people calling the police on black folks for simply living their lives. In 2019, my good people, we got to stop this. We saw a lot of this this year. It was, it hit a... a, Hanging out at the pool, being in a neighborhood. uh, In your own apartment, uh, at the the park, wherever you are in the world, just living your black life. (laughs) There is someone like, oh, you are way too loud and black over here. I'm tired of it, and I'm not having it in 2019. Yeah, no, I, I hear you with that, uh, and and you're right. It's not funny. It's uh, it's it's sort of ridiculous it's and tragic that uh, that this goes on still. So uh, that's a that's a very serious one, and I'm glad you brought that into the studio. Thank you. Good list, Candace, as always. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna continue to air grievances on Festivus here at Detroit today. We want to hear from you. 313-577-1019. It's the number on the phones, of course. They are jammed already. Uh, but uh, keep trying. We'll get the, we'll get you into the conversation here. Also, you can go to WDT's Facebook page or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you in. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. It is Festivus here on Detroit Today, our annual celebration of the alternative to Christmas invented by Frank Costanza of Seinfeld fame. And Festivus is uh, the time when we air our grievances about each other, about the world, about whatever is making you nuts right now. Uh, 2018 was a pretty tough year. A lot of crazy stuff happened. I'm sure you can think of something this year that is really sticking in your craw. If you want to share that with us, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. I've got three friends in the studio with me. Bill Nowling, who is the managing director and partner of Lambert Edwards and Associates. Candace Fortman, who is 
maybe the marketing and engagement manager here at WDT. We'll maybe, find out soon. <laughs> maybe she's something else. I don't know. Her title keeps changing. And Ryan Patrick Cooper, who is a producer and co-host of Culture Shift here on WDET. Uh, let's go to Mason. Mason, you are up first on Festivus. What is your grievance? Happy Festivus, everyone. Yes, happy Festivus to you. So my grievance is when roommates use all the dairy products, don't tell you, and then you have to go mm. out and buy more because, well, you're at the store anyways. <laughs> and so when I don't have milk for my cereal in the morning, I'm mad. <laughs> that Mason, size said it all. Did you hear that break? Mason, yeah. this that's, sounds... That, that's, that's real right there. <laughs> that's real. Mason, this sounds like a very specific grievance that you have maybe now or in the past. Is this something that's going on in your life every day? Almost every week. Oh. <laughs> you guys need to buy more milk when you buy milk. <laughs> it's time buy for a, a Costco membership. Right, buy a couple of gallons or there are lots of... There are lots of places that nowadays will deliver groceries. What in a fancy house. Detroit are you living in? <laughs> <laughs> what? Meyer delivers groceries now. It's not that fancy. It's just a, it's just a modern convenience, Candace. <laughs> See, now I'm curious if his roommates are listening. Are they WDET? Because now it's yeah, out there. That's right. Now yeah. you put it out there. Uh, they may be embarrassed and maybe uh, move to change their behavior. It would be the hope that I would think uh, Mason would have. Mason. I just hope this all ends on Judge Mathis. <laughs> I just want everything <laughs> to end on Judge Mathis so I can watch it. I've got receipts for two forty nine uh, when I purchased milk. <laughs> if you just let me finish, that's the other thing. If you just let me finish. Who says that to a judge? You'd be on my you know, side. Can finish. I bring these receipts up to the? <laughs> Mason, thanks very much for the call and the grievance. Uh, let's go to Brandon in Detroit. Brandon. Welcome to Detroit today. Good morning, everybody. Uh, morning. My grievance is that uh, for is it because our country, the age of our country, we are a lot. We still have in place a system that allows um, a president that is outwardly bigoted and racist and div- divisive, and there's nothing that seems um, that we can do about it. <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, I, I'm I'm with you there. It's frustrating, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people who who I think uh, after two years of this have really had enough. But uh, but hang in there, man. We only have uh, 24 more months of <laughs> Donald Trump as president until, and, you know, unless he wins again. But uh, but I think a lot of people have that as a grievance this year. So I appreciate your calling and uh, sharing that. Let's go to Sue in Dearborn. Sue, welcome to Detroit today. Hey, Stephen. Hey. Happy Festivus, everybody. Happy, Happy Festivus. Festivus. See you. <laughs> Well, my my grievance is the people that can't distinguish between a disagreement, an offense, and a trigger. So I'm kind of kind of <laughs> going back to the uh, the earlier gentleman. You're um, piggybacking um, on Bill's objection. So uh, again, explain to me what your objection is. I don't. Are you objecting to the idea of the trigger or the warning about the trigger, or I I, I, I guess I'm I'm confused. It's more it's more misuse of the word trigger. You can somebody who's being triggered is reliving a traumatic event. It's not a case of I'm offended. It's it's a specific thing. There this person is reliving a traumatic event. Not that they're being offended. 
So to use the word trigger, meaning I, I've been triggered when what you really mean is I've been offended, mm-hmm. is see. incorrect usage and should not be used. Well, there you go, Sue. I really appreciate you calling him and offering that explanation. I think... Uh, that puts it all in a different light. Bill, does that change your mind? No, it doesn't change my mind because I, 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 I tend to think that I agree with the caller. I think that, you know, people are using it. I mean, I give my kids as an example. I mean, I'll tell them to go do something, to, you know, and I'll yell at them, go put the garbage out. And they're like, I'm triggered, I'm triggered, you know. And, and, that you know, is not appropriate I'm like, no, you are not. I have not you, are lazy. you with a you trash are lazy. can. You are not triggered. You know, you you just don't like that I told you to go out and do something. So I agree, you know. I mean, you know, I, I'm a writer. I do think that words matter. But it seems like we get, you know, we have let the loose definitions just kind of roll into mm-hmm. everything here. And it just, it, you know, it just clouds out what, you know, I mean, you know, I certainly don't want to take away from the fact that there are things that trigger trauma for people. I, you know, I think that that's a very real thing, mm-hmm. but, but I also think that, you know, as a society, we've, we've kind of conflated those ideas just to say, you know, this is something that we don't like. So I'm going to use this word for it because it's, you know, it has that connotation to yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's, it, it is the indulgence of, uh, of cliche is one of the things that I keep talking about, yeah. uh, with what that I think is fueled by social media. That's another, that's another thing. I'm not going to say that's a grievance of mine, but I think social media encourages lazy language use and people say the same things over and over. They say the same things that they see other people saying and they don't really understand or uh, know what the meaning of those words is oh that makes that brings another grievance out of me Uh, oh yeah (laughs) yeah when pop culture references fall into general population or into old population (laughs) and everybody over here understood what was happening but now that it's over here it's a problem kind of like triggered it changes. it changes. It changes the meaning. It Every, does change yeah, the everyone meaning. who was using it as a cool reference understood what was happening. And then it makes it into like Ellen all, and it gets ruined. All, all I got to say is all you people who <laughs> showed your parents how to get on Facebook or how to use Twitter, Amen. I told you so. Amen. I told you so. You got coming. what you deserve. This you is got what was coming. I, I am guilty and I reap the, the bad all day. Well, speaking of social media, we should go to Donna in Warren whose grievance is about social media. Donna, what's on your mind? Yes, hello. I'm glad to be on. (laughs) I have a problem with Facebook because I'm not on Facebook, and the assumption is that everybody in the world is. So, I mean, even you, Stephen, you just said, if you want to join the conversation, we're on Facebook. Well, (laughs) Well, you're not, not right? I'm not on Facebook, but I'm thrilled that I got to join the conversation. So especially with all the problems with Facebook lately, um, I, I have a problem with Facebook. And I'm going to mention the trigger word. I also have a problem with all of the references in our society regarding guns and shooting. If you think about it, oh, I think about it and I hear it all the time now that I'm aware of it. You know, What do you mean by references to the shooting? Well, if you want to do something, go ahead, shoot. Oh, you I know, see. Things oh, like that. The trivialization uh, it, of that word. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, pull the trigger. Let's pull the trigger. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So anyway, that bothers me too with all the gun violence. Yeah. Donna. Thank you for letting me have my say. That is really wonderful, and I feel better today. <laughs> Absolutely. So. <laughs> and you didn't uh, need Facebook. I was gonna say, Donna, <laughs> go ahead and join Facebook, and then you can I'm be on the show every right day. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good status update. I'm gonna. <laughs> Donna, I really appreciate it. I wish the Russians didn't like Facebook so much. (laughs) They're so good 
that too. Can we too. keep them off? Of Do we it? let yeah, people vote who aren't on Facebook? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's go to Susan in Rochester. Susan, what's on your mind? Yes, my grievance is with Kroger and Myers and the self checkout. They have 15 self checkouts and one live cashier <laughs> open. And, and that cashier is the slowest you. person you've ever met. <laughs> and I don't care what you do. It says call the attendant. Put the item mm-hmm. in the bagging area. You do everything the prompt tells you to do. And no matter what, it tells you to call an attendant. Mm-hmm. You wait and wait and no attendant shows up. Yeah, now, you know. I, go ahead. I wrote to corporate. I wrote to corporate and both Meyer and Kroger and said it's unethical that they don't hire more cashiers with the unemployment rate in this state that and the profit that they make, they can hire more people. And that is my grievance. Did they self check out? Did they answer you? One of these days I'm gonna put the cart right through the glass door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Susan, Susan, don't do that. WDT does not support. <laughs> that's, that's right. Does not support violence against commercial establishments. Uh, the, the, I love that she wrote a letter. Yeah. I will never have a grievance against the angry letter. I right. think that is one of the, the greatest right. art forms right. of all time is if the angry letter. If you put a stamp on a thing, people tend to react. What, what was the name of that group of, they were retired mostly old white guys but they were from Livonia and they all they did was write letters to the editor and oh, complaint letters yeah. there was a story about that maybe about 10 years I ago remember I remember that. but there's like you know it's like the you know the angry old white men and but they were hilarious because they would write letters about everything <laughs> that's where my right. life is going I was going to say <laughs> it's I, headed in that direction an angry old black man emerging <laughs> on this side of the microphone that in 20 years is going to be menacing everybody with letters about what you are doing wrong. Those are going to be some beautiful letters. I would like to read And the self-checkout thing is interesting because uh, I always do self-checkout. A friend recently said to me, well, you're, you're just stealing jobs when you use the self-checkout. And now I've got a ton of guilt when I use sure. it, but but I still use it without an issue. But recently I used it. they were just a, faster. They were just faster. And now I, I went to a cashier, though, and there is a nice human experience Sometimes. I don't know if I sound old fashioned, but I had all the ingredients to make cookies and two people in line called me Cookie Man. Oh. And I was like, oh, you don't really get that at the self-checkout. That's, so sweet. That's, That's nice. so sweet. I learned how to make macaroni and cheese with, by a lady in the in line. Like she was like, oh, honey, you don't have everything you need. And I went back right. and she was right. Really? And everything's been better since then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, eight Mile Meyer. Why did they why did they call you Cookie Man? I don't get it. Well, because I was making cookies. Oh. That they wasn't the most creative <laughs> nickname. No, it was like we just was created quick, this communal you know? thing. Yeah. And then actually people started breaking out in song. Like multiple cashiers started singing okay. songs across the <laughs> And I was like, oh my Get God, this is like a Christmas story, but for cashiers. <laughs> that didn't happen at my Meyer. It was beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't happen in Brighton. So. No. It doesn't happen in Brighton. Okay, no. we've got another grocery-related grievance. Uh, Rachel in Canton, you're up next. Hello. Hey. Um. I really also hate the self-checkout, but even worse than that are the new uh, scanners that they want you to use at Kroger. Mm, I like those. You know, <laughs> what's, your, what's your objection to that? 
the it's 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 almost like the store is lazy now they don't want to <laughs> do the work when you go there and you're trying to scan things and it won't scan then you have to weigh your own produce and try to figure out how to scan it <laughs> and then you have a dozen people walking around with radar guns shooting everything and bumping into each other <laughs> what is happening have at you, Kroger? Yeah, yeah, right? you traveled into the future to <laughs> what see what grocery shop they look like to grow the food next <laughs> That's right. Grow the food and then pay us for it. I love the lazy grocery store you go in and shelves are just disorganized. You're like, hey, can you help me find this? They're like, meh. No, no problem. I don't know. We ain't got it. We ain't got it. That's right. Rachel, thanks for the call. Uh, Let's go to Chris. Chris in Royal Oak. Hey, hello. Happy Festivus Day. Happy Festivus. Festivus. This is great. Okay, I have a grievance that's been going on for many, many years. It's the misuse of a term. So it's kind of a phraseology thing and people use it all the time in the wrong way they say i could care less yes oh yeah really i couldn't care less because if you could care care less less. then you care so (laughs) people just aren't thinking they're just like like you guys were talking about kind of autopilot you know copying what somebody else has said and repeating it and this has been going on probably for my whole life this is a pretty old uh, mistake that people make and continue to make Mm -hmm. you know yeah, it, I read it. I see it in print, and I'm like, "What? You're a journalist? Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's I a agree. grievance. Copy editors. Copy editors. Where did they go? <laughs> That's the true grievance. Yeah. Right. Now I'm triggered. <laughs> um, well, I could. I guess I could care less, but maybe not. You know, I mean, I understand the point, but it's like right. I could care less, but I'm not going to. <laughs> right. But I'm not going to. Maybe. So maybe that's what people are thinking. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's not what they're thinking. But it does keep rolling down the hill because I think it starts somewhere where people use it improperly, and then you are mimicking it, and you yeah. you just you get exactly. further and further away yeah. from the, the source of the yeah. word. What it means. Fords. Yeah, Fords. Myers. The Myers. Myers. Yeah, the caller early those said are, Myers. Those, Myers. Are, those are local. Dialogue. I was about to say, that's, that's, that's how true. they're that's said here. That's true. Yeah. All right. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna take another break. And when we come back, we're going to continue airing grievances. Uh, everyone on the phones, uh, which are continue to be jammed, stay with us. And if you want to join them, 313-577-1019 is the number. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. And as always, thanks for joining us. It is Festivus here on Detroit Today, our annual celebration of the alternative Christmas holiday. And we celebrate that the way you should, by airing our grievances, the things that are driving us crazy about the people and things and places around us. We want to hear from you. What is making you nuts this year? 2018 was a pretty tough year. There's no shortage of things to complain about. This is the space for you to do that in. Uh, my guests are Bill Nowling, Managing Director and Partner of Lambert Edwards and Associate. Uh, Ryan Patrick Cooper is a producer and co-host of Culture Shift right here on WDET. And Candace Fortman of WDET. See, see how I handled that? Yep, uh, it was beautiful. Uh, you beautiful. don't need a title. You just are of the station. You have Ma- arrived. I mean, you I'm know. Madonna, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here I am. That's right. Just, that's right. just yeah. Candace. Just Candace. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's go back to the phones, which of course are jammed with people who have many, many things to complain about. Peter in Bloomfield Township, you are up next. 
Good morning and welcome to my grievance experience. <laughs> uh, for me, it's, uh, it's the idea that you can't be in the middle. You have to be left, you have to be right. And the idea that you have any kind of moderate view, your, people look at you as if you've got three heads. Like, well, how can you not think this way? It's really frustrating. <laughs> I have to mute a lot of people on social media because of this. Yeah. Well, so, Peter, you know, I mean, a lot of people are talking about being able to, to sort of talk with each other across the political spectrum. I, I feel like what you're saying is, why do you have to be on either side of the political spectrum? Maybe you can sit in the middle, although... I've heard lots I do. Of I, I I do listen and talk to people on on all sides of of every coin, and I try to make a uh, my own judgment view of how I see things based on what I see around me. And uh, for doing this, I'm apparently just a strange creature. That I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> by the way, this is for Peter 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Peter 2020, there you go. I love that. Man struggles to generate opinion. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Peter, that's a really good, that is a really good uh, complaint. Uh, thanks very much for the call. Let's go to Rob in Rochester. Rob, welcome to Detroit today. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. So my grievance is this. It's the overuse of the term BOGO in advertising. Oh, isn't that no. the point if you buy one and get one? Isn't that the point? Oh. See, I, they, I, it, I, it, I had not heard that term before you just said it. BOGO. Who's, yeah, who's using one, that? buy one, get one. Oh. Oh. I used to work oh, at JCPenney selling children's shoes. BOGO was a big part of my life it then. It was? Oh, yeah. During back-to-school season, you buy one pair of shoes at regular price, and you get the second one either half off or for free. And you're right. It is not the case if it's just a, a sale on the second pair. I hear you. <laughs> You are speaking my language. So you're saying well, they're I using mean, you it mean wrong? There, there are times when you buy one and you don't get one? <laughs> <laughs> Where does this when exist? I sold kid, when I sold kids shoes, in fact, that did happen a few times. <laughs> so Sorry. wait, I don't understand. You're, you're saying buy one, get two is what it is. Buy one, get two. But is it a philosophy or is BOGO a term that people actually say? It's a marketing term. You leave marketing alone. <laughs> oh, so Let people aren't on the street. Yeah, because marketing needs more terms that people don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> if you confuse the customer, they'll buy more. So the, 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 the greatest uh, takeaway from this particular part of the show is the fact that Candace Fortman sold shoes. <laughs> children <laughs> children I, shoes. It is important that. to say children shoes. I didn't know that about you. When I graduated from college, because college is a really important investment, that's, kids. That's like an automatic <laughs> ticket to heaven right there. Trust me, it is. Um, yeah, for like a year and a half. It was wow. a very long year at, at not Somerset, 12 Oaks. Well, you continue to be a woman of mystery. That's right. Show. That's right. <laughs> Take a size three penny loaf. Please. <laughs> That's right. All right, Becky in Marine City, you're up next. Hi. Hey. My uh, main grievance is daylight savings time, and people saying, "Oh, good, now we have another hour of daylight." <laughs> I mean, if you want to get up an hour earlier, fine. Leave the rest of us alone. Can you be my new best friend? <laughs> so I like daylight savings time because it helps me sort of acclimate. I feel like, and now that they've changed the date and it's later, those those few weeks where we haven't switched the time, I'm all out of sorts because I'm like, it should be lighter or it should be darker at, at various times of the day. It's either light or dark. What difference does it make? <laughs> Well, I, I, I sort of set my rhythm by, okay, I woke up at 7, and it's light outside, or it's getting light. Uh, those last few weeks before we 
move the clocks in the fall, I'm getting up, you know, you wake up at eight on a Saturday and it's sort of dark outside and you're like, well, what is going on? I don't, I don't like that. You I know, wish- the, the, the poor masses of humanity that existed <laughs> before the arbitrary concept of time, you know, we're getting up at the wrong time when the sun came up. How did they manage to get us to this point? I don't know. I just I mean, don't know. They all died at 30, but sure, yeah. <laughs> Life was hard back then. Who wanted to stick around? I mean, come on. Yeah, thousands Predators. of years ago. It, was, uh, it just it messes with my rhythm. It does. I don't think people were saying it that. It does. It's like, is that kidding. saber-toothed tiger going to eat me or can I eat it? You know, that's, that's a big debate today. All right. Keep making fun of me. That's cool. <laughs> Becky, thanks very much for the call. I'm on your side, Becky. Um, Mia in Detroit. Welcome to Detroit today. Hi, it's Maya. Maya, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no problem. My grievance is people that feel a need to overshare all the time everything <laughs> about their lives. I got a couple things to say about that. So. <laughs> uh, overshare. So oversharing is another thing that I think is is fueled by uh, by social media, right? Social media tells us we should be talking all the time to each other. And if you have to talk all the time, I think you'd come up with things to say that maybe you should keep to yourself. And, uh, you know, if you had to pick up the phone and say some of the things you say on Twitter or Facebook, I bet I bet you would restrain a little more. My therapist disagrees with you. Oh, is that right? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> no, see, I'm telling you about my therapist. Why am I telling you that? <laughs> you right. don't need to know about my therapist. I don't need to know about your That was the episode business. in South Park. What the, that? What we need is an, uh, an an app, a box that allows us to have uninterrupted more time with our phone and uh, social media. <laughs> or interrupt, uninterrupted time. time with our phone. That is hilarious. Our real love. <laughs> All social media has done is just allowed humans to go off the rail. Now they'll go off the rail on their own. It's just that social media gives them an easier access it's to like go an off easy the rail. Button. That's right. I mean. Yeah. You know, when when I had pictures of my kids in my wallet, you know, I, I would pretty fast exhaust the number of people I could show that to. But on social media, I could just keep going and going and going. I got thousands of photos. They thousands. woke up. Yeah. We've got another uh, language-related grievance. Tom on Facebook says there is no car, animal, or football team called Jaguar. It's Jaguar. Actually, Jaguar. it's Jaguar, Jaguar is what uh, the British would say. Is, uh, Jaguar. Is the Jaguar. Yeah, yes. uh, but, uh, you know, again, uh, language language drives people a little crazy. Jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar. Uh, let's go to Peter in Detroit. Peter, welcome to Detroit today. Well, hello there. Happy Festivus, everyone. Happy, Happy Festivus. Festivus to you. My, my grievance is it is a language one, and, it, and it's uh, not to make light of... of of natural disasters and personal tragedies that people have. But can we stop describing every time there's a tornado or a fire or a flood as a war zone? And it's usually <laughs> described as that by people who've never actually been to a war zone. <laughs> never gone to war. It's, it, it, looks, it doesn't look like a war zone. It looks like a tornado zone. A tornado came through here and blew down all the buildings. A war zone <laughs> looks totally different from that. And, and, and it's always people who've never been to war who mm. say that. Mm. <laughs> Peter, you know, that's, that's an interesting that's a great one. grievance. It's not something I would have thought of, but you're right. Everyone does seem to do yeah. that. They seem to equate every disaster with the idea of a war zone. Thanks uh, for the call. Great to hear from you. Peter, Maggie on Facebook says, people who back up into their parking space. We all have to sit there and watch them back up. 
why don't you just pull in? Oh, I, she can't parallel park. I'm with that one. I'm with that one too. Why do you? Why do you? Uh, it's so back. satisfying when you pull to. it off, though. Why are you back? I mean, if you if you if you're gonna park for an event. That there's, you know, where the parking lot's full and everybody's going to get out at the same time. If you're the guy who's got their nose into the spot, <laughs> you're the last one getting out. You're the That's last right. one getting out. That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan, you have another. You have another grievance, right? Well, it's a grievance about people having grievances <laughs> about something specific, which is bike lanes in the city of Detroit. Oh, now, I have to say that one of my least favorite things is when people try to commiserate with you in public. Like, if you're in the line at the post office and it's a long line and someone says, ugh, this line, right? And they look at you like, you're on my team now. You think this is miserable. <laughs> I hate that so much. And with bike lanes, people really want to commiserate about how they hate them. But the reality is... Complete streets are the way to go. And when I say complete streets, that means looking at streets and designing them to be able to be used by more things so than now, just cars. So now, Ryan, you have you have stepped into the danger zone here on Detroit Today because last year, <laughs> Candace Fortman came into the studio and bike lanes was one of her grievances. Hot. But Hot. it was that she can't stand them. She was like, why do we have these bike lanes? And I getting misquoted about the bike lane situation. Oh, I don't think so. We could, we should <laughs> be able to pull a clip. <laughs> would, would you like say? to clarify the record? <laughs> I think my issue is that one, they just appeared one day. We have done very little to no training on how we should all operate with them in the city. And they also appear on streets they should not appear on. Hello, Cass. I will, I will go to my grave saying, hello, Cass. <laughs> I don't understand. What, do, you, do you think bike lanes are that complicated that we needed like brochures or, yes. or driver's think, ed? In order to, I mean, seminars. It's not like they're roundabouts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fair enough. I mean, come on. How hard is it? I was in it? Farmington Hills and I could not get off a street. I was my, really my dad. My dad gets off at, at, at an exit before my house so he doesn't have to use the, the, the roundabout. <laughs> wow. Your dad is a man after my own heart. So I, mean, I think you, know, you could drive every vehicle known to humanity and you can't manage to make a you know turn right and then veer left. Right. I mean, how what hard is, is that? What is the problem? I it's, agree. With the with the learning curve, right? It's saying, mm -hmm. okay, the bike lanes have arrived. There, there was no warning. But if you look at Cass here in Midtown, I will admit, when they were put in, you could see people didn't know where to park. They weren't quite sure how they functioned because it was change. I mean, that's just part of the equation, mm -hmm. right? Something changes and people are like, oh, my God, it's changing. <laughs> like you were talking about McDonald's. You don't like when it changes. That's your rock for you. <laughs> but the thing is that— They better not get bike lanes. That's all I was saying. Right. <laughs> the thing is, now when you look at Cass, maybe a year or two years later, people have adapted. Cars drive slower. They are functional. There's less accidents. So it's one of those things where, as a society, we can adapt. And mm -hmm. I know that this you. is mm. the Motor City. Mm -hmm. So most people say, my car can't go places you know, I, no I, more. I, that is not my beef with the bike lane. My, oh, you know what? That's okay. The snowiest day of the year, we're going to walk out of this office. We're going to go on cast and watch it all fall apart. Oh my I'm not we're saying they're perfect. Now I'm not saying back. they're perfect. Now we're back in this dark space arguing about bike lanes. What is it about that on this show and Festivus? They're divisive. All right. The two of you may not be back next year. I'll sit between them. Early grievance. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for our show today. Thanks to my guests for their grievances and thanks to you, the listeners, of course, for yours. 
Uh, this is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. Happy Festivus, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>